Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to episode four of the Proud Police Wife Podcast. I'm so excited for you to join us today. Today, we are talking about how to survive and thrive in a law enforcement marriage. And today, I have Lena Rosenblum joining us from Badge Wives. And before we get started, um, today's episode is brought to you by Blue Monarch Company. Blue Monarch Company is a police-owned and operated small business. They offer inspirational jewelry, including subtle and blue line pieces. And a link to grab yours with a discount code is in the show notes. So Lena, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you having me, Rebecca. I'm very excited to be here. Absolutely. So Lena is a um, fellow police wife and she is also a mental health professional. And she also works with a nonprofit Badge Wives, which is out of Tampa, Florida. So just really quickly, Lena, can you just introduce yourself a little bit in case I forgot anything and then we'll get started. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Like you said, I'm married to a law enforcement officer in the Tampa Bay area in Florida. We've been married for about 13 years. Don't tell him if I forgot or got it wrong. (laughs) Um, And he's been in law enforcement for about 14 or 15. Um, So we had met, uh, we've been together over 20 years. So that's why I don't always count marriage years as much, but um, like high school sweethearts and dated for a really long time first and all the numbers get I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. We have two kids and a dog who you might hear whining at some point, hopefully not, but possible. Um, and I do, I'm currently the president of our local nonprofit Badge Wives of Tampa Bay. And I work in the mental health field. I've worked a little bit in all different areas. I've done substance abuse and mental health. I've done a little bit of child welfare, a lot of medical social work. Um, and more recently I do a lot with, um, grief and loss. And so, work full-time, run the nonprofit, marriage, dog, you know, just the usual uh, busy life that we have, Um, but grateful uh, because, you know, I'm just grateful to be able to do all of that. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking out of your busy schedule to talk with us today. And I'm so excited because I feel like a lot of times people hear misinformation or they see misinformation online or in the academy, or just rumors on social media, and they can sort of feel like doomed before they start um, regarding law enforcement marriages. I feel like we see a lot of it like in police life groups online, people will um, share maybe old statistics or about the divorce rate, um, or just myths. So I think it's really important to highlight um, that one, we all go through struggles. It's not you know, it's not like certain, you know, people have uh, life and marriage all figured out. It is um, a struggle for everybody at times, but we can survive and thrive, especially in a law enforcement marriage. So, um, so let's get started. Um, What tips would you have for thriving in a law enforcement marriage? Yeah, I kind of came up with um, just a couple like bullet points of things that Um, you know, to start with, obviously, like you said, it's a very broad question and there's lots of ways, right? But so one of the top things that really helped me um, is getting used to being independent um, and just feeling confident that, you know, you can do it. And whether it's by 
preparing for things or having a backup plan. For me, like I use a paper planner. And so I plan out everything. Like if I have to go somewhere independently on my own without, you know, my husband, I make sure I pack up everything the night before, if we're going to a theme park or, you know, whatever it might be, because I feel like being prepared and having that time to plan ahead makes me more successful, which then in turn gives me more confidence to, you know, manage things on my own when I have to, um, which isn't all the time, but it's good to be able to do it. So kind of getting used to being independent, planning yourself some like reward time, like, you know, oh, my husband's at work, but um, that means I could take a bath and watch my favorite show and have some chocolate. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so important to, yeah. like you said, be prepared or just have that mindset that, okay, plans may change. My spouse may not be here. Um, he or she may not be here, but if my spouse does come, it's a bonus, um, mm-hmm. already extra prepared. So it's great. And exactly. We can't always be prepared every single day, all the time. But doing little things like that, um, especially on days that they work or if your spouse is sleeping the next day, I think that's going to set you up for success. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing, of course, is find your tribe, like find your women, find your people. They don't have to be police spouses, um, but sometimes that does help because obviously we understand the life that we live and kind of what we're going through. But I have a lot of really good friends who are respectful of our, you know, um, lifestyle and our struggles and our schedules and, you know, love us anyway and support us anyway. So find your tribe. It doesn't matter who they are, people that get you that, you know, aren't going to, um, judge you if you have to show up by yourself or, you know, that's the other thing, like don't let outside opinions or people go, Oh, what do you mean? You don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas day. Oh my gosh. You know, that kind of thing. So find your tribe of people that support how you choose to make this work for you. Absolutely. I love that because one, you just want to feel supported. You've made a decision for your family on whatever um, way you're going to celebrate or how you do events and things like that. And then I like how you said they don't have to be police wives because I think sometimes people feel like, well, I'm not super close with a wife in the department and you don't have to be for mm-hmm. years. Either. Um, you know, one of my good friends was um, or is a military wife. Another um, friend had, um, her husband was an electrician. However, he got called out during, you know, storms, natural disasters, like emergency situations all of the time, worked crazy hours all of the time. So it's relatable lifestyles that you can still kind of connect on. And they're still respectful of the fact that your, you know, schedule is not like a nine to five schedule and and they get. Exactly. Exactly. And then my last, I guess, suggestion bullet point would be being educated about um, the profession, like being educated about law enforcement. Um, And there's so many amazing ways to do that. Now there was not when I first got married 13, 15 years ago, whatever, there just wasn't. And I'm so grateful now that when I meet new spouses, we're able to help them you know, get educated because sometimes, like you said, you come in assuming that your marriage is going to fail and you're kind of like white knuckling it. Right. And you're just like holding on and waiting and searching. Oh, is he going to cheat on me? Oh, is he going to, you know, distance himself? Oh, is he going to shut down and not talk to me and just kind of holding on waiting for it. And then when it happens, you just sit there and do nothing. Um, So take advantage of anything like your online conference is one of the best things I love, you know, watching your um, the videos that you post and, and being able to chat in a group about the videos, like 
anything like that, even if you don't have something in person, like we do local stuff a lot, but, you know, utilize online stuff too. It's a great way because we had a wife who said, wow, you know, when I left this conference or when I left this meeting or, you know, watched this video, now I feel like if, if my husband comes home and something happened, I know not to just immediately jump down his neck and start peppering him with questions. I know he needs a little time and I know I have to gently ask this and look for these signs. And so she felt empowered to take control of her relationship and, you know, kind of be a supportive spouse rather than a victim of, you know, the statistic or something. Exactly. And I love that because I mean, one of the reasons I started my blog, I started all of this, and I've shared that before, was years ago, there was nothing. Like, I would mm-hmm. it was just horrible information. I mean, it wasn't very much information, but it was just, it was more like news articles with just negativity that it really wasn't relatable, wasn't supportive, anything like that. And I didn't want, you know, real statistics sugarcoated. It was just, there was nothing. So. Right. Um, now I feel like, gosh, we've come such a long way and there's so many good resources out there. I do feel like you have to pick your resources wisely. Like don't take your information from people's opinions and in groups and TikTok or things like that, but finding, you know, educational podcasts or finding, um, articles. And there are so many, like webinars, conferences, in-person, online, out there with reputable people that have research-based evidence that can help can help couples, but also just relatable stories that make us feel not feel alone. I think it's a balance of both, right? Like like yeah. hearing from people who are relatable, who have lived the same life as you, but also hearing from you know, people in the field who, like you said, have studied and have, you know, um, certifications in that area and can really kind of put the two together, I think, because that always helps us. Like, I don't really want you to preach at me or, or talk at me about something that you have no idea about. But if you combine it with someone who, you know, has that experience in their life and now has used that experience, you know, like us to, to help other people and, and to share and, and then bring in people who are experts, then it's always really good that way. I agree. Yeah. And when I'm like, you know, down or kind of feeling whatever, I'm feeling resentful, however it may be, statistics thrown at me, I just want someone to tell me. <laughs> so you're right. It is definitely a good balance, um, you know, finding both. So, okay. So next question is what, advice would you offer to law enforcement couples that may be struggling with? So, I I mean, don't give up is my first, is my first piece of advice, of course, right? Because a lot of people, that's the easiest, quickest thing. Not saying that, you know, even if you go through everything and then you still feel like it's something that you have to do, that's a whole nother story, but don't just give up. Like just because things are hard and things are rough and don't check yourself out um, you know, of the relationship without trying to get yourself some help, right? Getting help, seeking counseling, seeking a mentorship with another, you know, a seasoned law enforcement couple, learning about kind of the same advice, right? Learning about your spouse's profession and what it might be doing to them. And if maybe there's something going on at work that they might be struggling with and then communicating. I'm an over communicator. And so... (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. So I will like, but for me, it brings me peace. Like I will always communicate if something is wrong or if, if things aren't going well or what I need, you know, like I need you to do this. I need, and not like, like take out the trash, but like, you know, I need you to communicate. Um, and so that's a big, you know, a big thing, make sure you're communicating what you need and what you want, you know, to happen, to help work on things. Um, and then knowing that sometimes it's a season, um, like that struggle is not the end of the world because it's a season. And the longer I've been married, the more I've, I see it, right? Like we go through different seasons where maybe work is really hard for this, you know, six months to a year. Um, but it's not always right. And then we get into a good routine. Like we had, we just enjoyed like five years on day shift and it was like being married to a whole new person, like whole new person. Um, and so knowing that that season that you're in might be hard and you might have to support them, but then that, you know, it'll, it'll change. Seasons will change and you'll have, I mean, I had just experienced, um, a year of my own struggles. I had a lot going on personally and health wise and family wise, and he was able to step in and support me. Right. So just knowing that it's a season, I mean, I have fallen in love with the same man, at least I don't know, five or six times. Right. Like, cause we were young when we met, I was 17. So, you know, the person I fell in love with then is certainly not the same at 37, 38. So multiple seasons, like we, you know, we deal with some stuff and then I'd realize, wow, that was tough, but you know, we came through it and now I'm falling in love with the new person all over again. So we can so relate to that because we also met when we were like 16 and 17 and been together like 20 years, but, um, married for like 12, but he's been in law enforcement for 15. So it's like, you know, <laughs> but I've been through all of those stages and I can so relate. We, I mean, we have definitely had, um, you know, a year even sometimes of like roughness, especially mm -hmm. after our child was born. Um, and then coming through and, um, Kind of seeing the other side and seeing, okay, the rough patches don't have to last forever if you work towards it, but both parties have to be willing. And this is not um, an excuse in any way, but like you said, sometimes we do have to understand what they're going through at work in order to help them kind of process that at home. Again, it's not an excuse for like bad behavior or you know, abuse or, you know, anything like that. There's all, no, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, knowing kind of what they're going through or encouraging them to say, Hey, maybe you need to decompress a little bit when you get home 20 minutes to yourself, little things like that can help turn their mood or personality around, which may help your marriage as well. And, you know, my husband, as much as he hates to do stuff right outside of work, because most of them would rather just be sloths and sit on the couch, or, you know. but there's been, like you said, years where he's been like, I'm kind of glad that you forced me to get up and go do something because it ended up being a good day, even though my initial, you know, desire was to just melt into the couch for the weekend, you know, and not um, do stuff. And he's, he's come back and thanked me. I mean, you know, you don't get acknowledged for every sacrifice that you make and, and things that you do, but he's sometimes at the end of the day, he's like, well, I'm glad we did that. You know, that's, that's amazing. So having that communication and talking about, and just being cognizant of those things can help a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that was those were great. Um, can you? We're going to switch gears a little bit, and can you tell us about? Um, we mentioned you're part of the nonprofit Badge Wives in Florida. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do there and what your mission is? And then I'm going to have you share something that you guys have coming up in a little bit. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. So we're Bad Drives of Tampa Bay. We are a 501c3. We're a local nonprofit organization. Our main mission is to promote positive law enforcement relationships within the community, to seek community support for law enforcement as well, because that's always um you know, lacking or can use help and support. Um, we also provide support for law enforcement families that are in need. Um, if you're injured or something happens, anything like that. Um, and we also try and encourage stronger relationships within law enforcement families. So we try to, our little motto is stronger wives, stronger families and stronger communities. And so that's kind of our, um, ultimate goal. And, and just depending on, where the season is with our members and our organization, it, we focus on different, you know, different aspects of that when we can. Um, but it's so amazing. So we, I love that um, it's so like also community focused too, to, mm-hmm. you know, encourage them to go out and seek other resources. Yeah. And we caught, co- we'll come to like events. Like there was um, a baseball game that like honored a, fallen law enforcement officer locally and we'll come to the event it's not all a law enforcement event right but we interact with the community and we help show them that you know we're people too and we're we have family you know our officers have families too and that you know we want to connect with the community we don't want to just consider ourselves better or different or you know not um a part of it and so we have um like monthly newsletters we have a closed social media group um, as well, mostly for announcements and, okay. and just to keep our members up to date as to kind of like what's going on. We don't chat in there a lot, but I just feel like it's a good way, right? If you have an event to alert people of an event because you get invites and notifications. We do usually one big fundraiser a year um, that helps fund our programs and everything. And then um, what we do, I mean, we do lots of give back events. We do like an annual barbecue for our members and families and we've been really lucky. Usually we can find like private property that's either donated to us or affiliated with one of our local FOPs or something that will let us host the family barbecue. And I will tell you, we get the most like gratitude from our husband, from the husbands, from the law enforcement officers for that event, because they go, well, I don't have to really keep, you know, super duper eyes on my kid because I know we're in a private property and we're enclosed and I know that they're playing with other kids and I don't have to worry about someone, you know, grabbing them and trying to run away with, you know, just those things that make them kind of uptight. Right. Right. And they can let loose a little bit and not mm-hmm. yeah. feeling of um, like having to be ultra secure like they are in the police world. Exactly. Exactly. And so they just to let down their guard a little bit and enjoy and know they're in a safe place with safe people. And again, we don't do that all the time. It's a once a year thing, but just, you know, just to be able to have that every now and then is just really, um, you know, rewarding. And then we do socials um, for our members too. We try to get together once a month and we try to alternate, you know, like family gatherings and family, of course, always means whoever's there, right? If your spouse is working or, you know, it's fine. You just come anyway. (laughs) And uh, we all absorb, you know, the kids and the family. Um, Or we'll do like date nights. We try to do like once, once or twice a year date nights 
Um, and then we try to do other, you know, just like girl time, just, um, you know, for women to get together and just, you know, bond or do something, we'll do a craft night or something like that, just to develop those relationships. Like I can't force people to talk to each other about, you know, our lives and have, you know, find your tribe, but I can set up the platform for them to do so, right? Like we can set up those kind of events and stuff. That's amazing. I love that you guys do that. And you also offer a resiliency training, um, which is coming up soon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'm so excited. And first of all, thank you for being one of our sponsors, because that's such a, it's such an important thing for us to have is, you know, people supporting us through this. So for years, we've been dreaming of kind of having our own retreat conference, you know, that, that kind of thing. And, and the last year, year and a half, we've really been focusing on, we have to do this, like, we've got to get this, um, you know, started. So next month, February, oh, my uh, coordinator's going to fire me 26th. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, it's February 26th. Um, so yeah, so February 26th, we're hosting a resiliency training here in Tampa Bay area. And we, um, by the way, I forgot to mention, so our members are from multiple agencies. We have like 15 different agencies that join our group. So we're not specific to one um, agency and we're not affiliated or related to any of the agencies, right? Like we have everybody. So I think it's a great safe place for anybody in this area to come because a lot of times they're like, Oh, I don't want to be part of this. Cause you know, it's part of the agency and, and big brother's always watching and you know, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so we're having it on the 26th of February here in the Tampa Bay area and anyone from anywhere is welcome. You don't have to live here. We've had people coming from out of state. Like it's, we're very, very excited. Um, and we have four parts of our seminar, we're going to be having two speakers that have, that we found through Blue Help, um, Sharonda Calderon and Michael McSellers. And they're going to come speak on um, their experiences and their, you know, relation with mental health and law enforcement and, you know, kind of how to um, build resiliency and how to, you know, survive and and thrive. And then we have a local um, LCSW counselor who's also going to come and kind of build us back up, or they're going to tell their stories of how, you know, it's affected them, that kind of thing. And then um, we have a local LCSW who's going to help kind of build us up and tell us how do we help our spouses? How do we look for um, signs of stress or trauma or anxiety or depression in our spouses or, you know, whoever we love, it can be for any family member, anyone's welcome to come. You don't have to be a spouse. You can be a mother, a sister, a brother, a child of a law enforcement officer, you know, as long as you're 18 and up, you can come and attend it. So she'll help us kind of figure out what to look for. And then I'm working on, it's not done yet because I have a little time. Um, I'm working on like a resiliency binder. We were very blessed to have like a binder sponsor who um, sponsored our binder. And so that we're going to have where you can kind of build your own binder to help you feel empowered. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying, like, being prepared to be independent. So I'm going to work on on developing a binder that you can build yourself with resources and, um, and, you know, just kind of a way to put all your information in one place where you can sit down with your spouse and say, okay, this is where everything is located. This is, you know, how we do this. This is what we do. If there's an emergency, I mean, you know, there's, it varies. So like I live in Florida. So of course we have had hurricanes where he's had to leave and they go on, you know, like Alpha Bravo schedule and they're gone. And 
I'm like, oh my goodness, where's our homeowner's insurance paperwork? Like, what if I need to take that with me if we have to evacuate? Just stuff like that, that why cause yourself more stress? Because in this life, you know, there's going to be one of these crises. Something is going to happen that you have to be independent, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm going to share a lot about your training um, coming up. So anytime you're posting something online, I'll share it so that other people can see it too. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. I think this was a great discussion and gave us a lot of um, good tips that are realistic that we know that we can implement kind of right away if things are just happening in our lives to thriving mm-hmm. and that we don't get all doom and gloom by negativity that's out there in the world. So thank you for listening. And I will have all the links for to reach Babs Wives if you're interested. If you're interested in their training, you can check that out in the show notes. Mm-hmm.